Thank you, choir and Betsy, for that hymn reminding us, if my people will pray. And I thank the Lord that there's been more people coming to prayer meeting, more people praying. And I think that's one reason God blessed our vacation Bible school. Wednesday night is the third and the big fourth holiday. Let's don't take a holiday from prayer. Pastor Todd will be with us on Wednesday night. And Lord willing, I'm going to be there. And I hope you are. Because we do want to pray. We want to see the Lord bless, work, magnify his son, and exalt him here in Windsor. I don't know when I've struggled to try to put together a message more than for this one. One thing, I didn't know how much time I'd have with Vacation Bible School and some of the music and I didn't know until Todd was tied up helping Chad that I would uh, be speaking. And when I began to work on it, God laid on my heart Psalm 1. Blessed is the man. And that could be easily translated. Blessed is the person. The man there is not dealing with masculine or feminine, but dealing with the people. Blessed is the person. And notice the two things that stand out. Who walk not in the counsel of the godly. A blessed person, blessed of God, doesn't order the course of their life under the counsel of the ungodly does not stand in the path of sinners, doesn't stand with sinners, doesn't spend their life in the sinful environment, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But the blessed man is one that delights in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. Blessed is the person who doesn't walk in the counsel of ungodly, but delights in the word of God. And in the word of God, he meditates day and night. And that person will be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters, drawing nourishment, bringing fruit, all the days of their lives. That's what I had on my heart to preach on. And then I read in Psalm, in my research and working, I was in Psalm 78. And I read these verses. 71, I'm sorry. Psalm 71, verses 17 and 18. It says, O God, 
you have taught me from my youth. And to this day, I declare your wondrous works. Now also, when I'm old and gray-headed, God do not forsake me until I have declared your strength to this generation, your power to everyone who is to come. And I was thinking, you know, this is very could be my last time I ever stand in this pulpit. I'm old. I'm gray-headed. But how I desire to declare God's power. If this is my last shot, I want to tell you that I've been a blessed man. Because I didn't set the course of my life by sinners. But I honored this book. I've read this book every day. I did not know God till I was 21 years of age. And while Serving in the Air Force in the Korean War. I found myself in the Philippines. Lost without a purpose in the world. And I met a man who had survived three and a half years as a prisoner of war in World War II of the Japanese. He survived the famous death march, Bataan Death March. And he was serving as an auxiliary chaplain. And he spoke as if God was speaking. Brought conviction to my heart. And I confessed that I was a sinner. And I accepted Jesus Christ. And it wasn't shortly after that I heard a missionary lady give her testimony And she quoted Psalm um, 3, I mean, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understandings, but in all your ways acknowledge him. And he'll direct your path. And I thought, man. That's a wonderful thing. That if I trust God, I trust him for my salvation. Now if I trust him with all my heart, I don't lean on to my own understandings. But in all my ways, I acknowledge him. He's going to direct my path. And that's where I set my course as a young man. To honor the Lord. And I also memorized Joshua 1.8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate in it day and night. Then thou shalt prosper and have good success. So at 21 years of age, I set the course of my life 
I promised God I'd never lay my head on the pillow and sleep at night unless I had read the Bible. And I thought through that to acknowledge him. And I want to tell you, I'm old. I'm reflecting with you this morning over 65 years that it's true. It works. I'm a blessed man because I've acknowledged his word and not making my own decisions. I'm not saying it's always been easy. But it's always been upward. And I have prospered. I spent two years in the Philippines as a young Christian. Going to every Bible study I had access to. Reading my Bible. Working with the older missionaries. And I grew a lot in the Lord. And when I landed in San Francisco to be separated from the military in 1952, I took a bus back to North Carolina because any other thing, I'd have to pay extra for my little footlocker and whole baggage. But the bus would carry this excess baggage. So... I'm separated, dressed in my uniform, wearing my staff sergeant stripes that I I hadn't been promoted in two years at Bowling Air Force Base before I went to the Philippines because all I did was play football and basketball. And you don't get promoted to the gym. But then when I got out there and got saved and really began to do my job, I was promoted three times in 18 months. That's how God blesses people that honor him. When we do what God wants, God blesses us. I went down to the bus station. I had set up to meet at a NAV conference, and Billy Graham was one of the speakers in 1952. He just had the big crusade that launched him nationally in Los Angeles. And I was excited about it. I walked down, and in those days, bus stations were pretty classy. And they had a, three or four lanes and seats here. And my bus was in lane three, and I'm sitting there waiting for my bus. And out walks a young Marilyn Monroe. I hadn't dated a American girl in two years. And you know what she did? She sat down beside me. And I'm telling you, my hormones were wide open. (laughs) And she took out a cigarette and she says, Excuse me, Sergeant, do you have a match? (laughs) I quit smoking. And I'll tell you, my pulse were beating, and I thought, and then she said something about, my husband was killed in Korea, and I hate to go home alone. And the devil whispered in my ear, nobody will know. 
What am I going to do? And it seemed like God whispered in my ear, go to the bathroom. (laughs) And I ran in and locked the little stall. I had a New Testament. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of ungodly, but delights in the word of God. I picked the Bible out. I don't know really what I read, but I just read the Bible. And I looked down, it was about time for my bus to leave. And I walked out. She wasn't there, thank the Lord. I jumped on the bus. You know, that's the first time I really encountered spiritual warfare. The devil doesn't want us walking with God, acknowledging him, letting him direct our path. But if you yield to him, you will not be a blessed person. I thank God I escaped that. Came home. And I told you about at Father's Day, my dad had asked me to stay before I went to college and help him harvest. And that was one of the times I would get up every morning, read my Bible. And I remember one morning, it was almost like the devil whispered to me, who are you trying to fool? You're not even a Christian. I said, Lord, I was saved out there and baptized in the East China Sea, just like Tom and Bill, my buddies. Satan said, they were saved, but you weren't. You just went through it. I mean, the devil had made an attack on my assurance of salvation. I'm a young Christian, only two years old, separated from Christians every day. And he says, and I said, that's not true. And he said, what about this evil thought? What about this? And what he brought to my mind was true. If you were really a Christian, you wouldn't have thought that and done that. What am I to do? Here I am, the devil's on my case again. I got out of my bed, I got my Bible, and I read verses like John 3.16. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him would not perish, but have eternal life. And I said, Lord, I believe. And I read like Romans 10.13. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. I said, Lord, if I didn't call then, I call now. And I read verses like Hebrews 10. Where it says, I give unto them eternal life and they'll never perish. I kept reading these promises. And I said, Lord, if I didn't accept you, I accept you now. And then the peace of God came on my home. I never doubted my salvation since that day. But Satan was trying to get me from walking with God. I wanted to be a man. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of ungodly. But delights in the law of the Lord. And that was what was in my heart. You remember on Father's Day, I shared with you 
in Ephesians, the sixth chapter. Where it says, honor your father and your mother, the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. And I told you how that was the first time I'd really had to confront that with my own father. And I struggled because I was signed up for summer school and some college hour, I mean, uh, summer job because I was going through on the GI Bill and I didn't have any extra money and I thought if I were to come home I'm going to forfeit those hours and some money and God said if you honor your fathers obey your parents it will be well with you I never told you how it would be well with me But it was well. I honored my father. I stayed home. And when I went back to college, I graduated in three and a half years. And I graduated with honors. While on the gospel team, I met my wife in Louisville, Kentucky, a pretty little nurse that's now like me, gray-headed. And we were married when I was a junior during the break at Christmas. And then the next November, the 6th, she gave me a son. Our son Lance was born. That was Saturday morning. That afternoon, I played my last football game against Hanover College. And I want to tell you, it was well with me. I scored three touchdowns. I passed for two and took the other one in the end zone myself. And when I graduated, I was twice all-conference quarterback in the Hoosier Conference. I want to tell you, when you honor God, it will be well with you. God will bless you. And during my senior year, the missionary that led me to the Lord and several of the ex-GIs, met for a reunion in Chicago. And we discussed the service center that the missionary had lived in where we had been saved and that what would we do to open up more centers for the overseas military community. And that day, we planned to start a new mission I was one of the four men that helped start overseas Christian servicemen centers. And today, that mission has over a hundred missionaries. We're the largest evangelical unit ministering to the U.S. military overseas. And my wife and I went to the Philippines 
headed up the work there for four years, five. Our two girls were born, Joe, the youngest, Todd's wife, my daughter. And then we went to Okinawa. And I'll tell you, it's well with you when you honor your parents. When you don't walk with sinners, in all your ways you acknowledge him. We went to Okinawa. I didn't know a person. We had a thousand dollars in a work fund. We landed. And it was the beginning, it was in 1962, the beginning of the buildup in Vietnam. And Okinawa was the main staging area for Vietnam. We had 80,000 military there. And we saw God raise up the Kadena Center. I think it was about 5,000 square feet. Debt free. God supplied through people. When I left that island four years later, the Kadena Center was there. We had seen hundreds come to the Lord. And the wonderful thing, in 2014, the mission paid my way back to Okinawa because we were celebrating the 50th anniversary of that ministry. It's going wide open today. This morning, I prayed for the directors there, Rebecca, and uh, can't remember his first name, that uh, running that ministry today. We have seen God bless in a wonderful way. Now I'm old. But what a joy to tell you about the power of God and how you can be a blessed person if you don't build your life in the counsel of unsaved, ungodly people. But you believe the Bible. You read it. You obey it. And it was like this song. It can be exciting and it can be difficult. But God does all things well. And how blessed I was. It sort of reminds me of Psalm 23. When David penned the words, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I don't want now. I'm 90 years old. I'm a happy dude. I've been blessed. And it's because I've tried to honor God and let him run my life. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. 
He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. Oh, I've had some conflicts with Satan and I've struggled. I've not been perfect, but I've had a perfect Savior. And when I fell, he lifted me up. And I can say, I might be closer to the valley of the shadow of death, but I'm not fearing that because he's promised to go with me. And I know when it's all over, I'm going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Blessed is that person who doesn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly, but delights in the law of God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for Cashier Baptist Church. We thank you for the men and women of God that have kept it alive through the years. We thank you for those that you've brought here today. And Lord, we pray your continued guidance and blessing that they would so walk with you and honor you that you would make it a beautiful magnet of drawing young families, young children, and raising them in the nurture and admonition of God. Father, show your power through Cashi, we pray. And be with our dear ones like Bob. And now Danny Perry and his struggles. And Father, we pray for Warren if his health has been declining. We pray you'd bless these dear ones and work through us that we might be a people of God magnifying Christ through this fellowship. And we'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. What's our closing number? It's on the screen. Thank you. One thing in the spirit of Independence Day coming on Wednesday, we made a point each night at vacation Bible school to pledge allegiance to the flag, to pledge allegiance to the Christian flag, and to pledge allegiance to the Bible. We feel that was a very important thing to do. Um, and that's why the flags are out today, because partly because of our holiday coming up, but partly because we celebrated our country and our faith uh, each night for vacation Bible school. The song we're going to sing is Thankful. And it's a wonderful song. It's a good song to end service and to celebrate our holiday, celebrate our country. Everybody stand. Do your best to try to follow along. Thank you. Father, we give thee thanks for your great love and mercy to us. So great that you gave your son. And Lord Jesus, You were willing to lay down your life, bear in your own body our sins, that we, through faith in you,
could become the righteousness of God. Thank you for that. Lord, help us to go forth as a redeemed people to walk with you and honor you and be a witness for you. We pray in Christ's name. Amen.